0: Hello and welcome folks to another edition of RSF Radio, the podcast where we talk about what's been going on on the front page of RS Street Fighter. But I have a special returning guest. I got Amanda Stevens on the line ready to spit some hot fire. You're ready. You're raring, and ready to go.
1: I am very ready for tonight. Uh, I just got fired. So, you know, i oh, fuck
0: you are. Su- I, did, um, I did not know that part of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the you know, I've been drinking alcohol all day. I haven't really been uh eating a lot of food, so I'm just ready.
0: Oh, okay. Esports, <laughs> esports. Uh you gotta <laughs> eat all the sports. Hot damn. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know it was gonna be like that, but now it's now it's one of those shows.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great.
0: No, 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 cool. Uh so in that in that space <laughs> and time though, uh what's like what's on the page? What do you got? What's the plan? What are you, what are you doing moving forward?
1: Um, I mean, so right now, you know, I'm doing like the same thing you always got to do when you get fired, you know, you update your resume, you, uh, send out feelers, uh, you rant on Facebook about how shitty the company you worked for was. Um, maybe (laughs) you tell the CEO, (laughs) maybe you tell the CEO of the company that he's a dumbass. you know, you do a bunch of different things when you get fired. Um, (laughs) Fair. So Fair. right now, the main goal is to, you know, tomorrow's the 4th of July, so I'm going to take like a mental health day, right. uh, play some video games with friends. Um, I have stuff coming up on other websites that will be coming out this week. And then I guess prepare for Defend the North. Um, I wasn't going to cover it in a very in a serious fashion, but, you know, fire me and you light a fire under my ass. So uh, we're going to be doing some fun shit for the neutral while we're at... Uh, Defend the North, which I guess is the new thing, right? That like wasn't a thing the last time I was on the show.
0: Yeah, that's kind of been your, your latest project of bringing people on to the neutral and and running interviews there. And, and, and that's, that I would guess is now main focus while also looking for work.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm still writing for Jinx Esports Television, and I have to give these guys a shout-out. Like, oh yeah, uh, I got brought on by somebody named Josh Raven something like two, three years ago, um, and he's left, and I stayed, and then my next editor came on, and, you know, we bashed heads a lot, and then, like, we, kind of, we came to an understanding, and, you know, I, uh, I've been there for, like, three years, and every time I, like, think I have a new full-time job or something, Jinx is like, all right, do whatever you want. Like, we'll be here, and when I come back, you know they're always there for me they're always got their arms open so like i really got to give uh jinx esports television just like a huge thank you because like they even though they've like their interest in fighting games has re- waned over the years mm-hmm. they've still had my back uh when other websites have been assholes so no i think
0: that, that that is something i think to bring up specifically with jinx is that they don't necessarily give a lot of coverage to fighting games. So this, if you're listening to the show and this is the first time you've heard of Jinx eSports, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? What I'll tell you is that anything that I've read on that site has been pretty much like, well done by someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about in terms of fighting games. And like given a pretty like wide leash of what they can cover. uh, And it's usually pretty good stuff in my opinion. But I don't know if that that, was, that has been your experience there, but... Uh.
1: Oh, no. Like I said, uh, I've worked for a lot of sites over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been over uh, Rest in Peace PvP Live, Rest mm-hmm. in Peace Slingshot Esports, Rest in Peace VP Esports. You know, I've written for Riot Games. I've written for Esports Heaven. Uh, I've written for Red Bull Esports, which I guess is site kind of Rest in Peace, um like i've been everywhere like,
0: kind of yeah kind of no it's like they said my, no, my, no my more. work
1: appeared <laughs> yeah. on shuriken without my permission you know i've been everywhere
0: yeah that, that's one of the things that like they red bull they I,
1: i'm sorry folks you're gonna hear a lot of salt today so if you're not in the mood for for so this might yeah. not be your podcast.
0: Red Bull's kind of funny, though, because they were like, we're out of the game. Sorry, fam. And then like a couple weeks later was like, here's this incredible like video content that tells a story about the FGC. And I'm like, huh? Like, what? well, one, yeah. thank you for doing that, because like that's a fun thing that you did. But also, I thought you said you guys, it's like they, they had to come back. They had to come back. Once you go FGC, you can't go back.
1: Right. It's true, though.
0: Or your company goes under. It's one or the other. Uh, yeah, one of those two. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those two. Uh, no, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so in terms of like, what, what, what would be next? Because freelance work in the FGC is really... Man, is it not it is not a financially good situation. Yeah, right?
1: so I mean, so right now, uh as many like so people who are who are regulars of the subreddit have seen me do uh Street Fighter content for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um that's not actually like my primary income. Uh I cover the uh what we refer to as sort of the mainstay game. So I cover League of Legends, Overwatch, and CSGO. Those have always been the the games that have covered the bills um to be completely honest uh and very similarly to something that foreign free uh has been very open about uh i'm pretty much just considering potentially just like not making content anymore yeah um it's just that like uh i'm 31 i'm not getting any younger and uh i haven't found much success finding a full-time job in esports and uh to give you guys some context uh 40 days ago i was signed on roughly 40 45 days ago i was signed by upcomer for a thousand dollars a month uh shortly thereafter i had my contract terminated and was asked to reapply for the site i did uh and i took a contract that would make me five hundred and sixty dollars a month and then uh, I went to an international League of Legends event called Rift Rivals in Los Angeles, California. I produced five articles for them. Uh, unlike R slash Street Fighter, it's pretty hard to make the League of Legends front page. Three of my articles made the League of Legends front page hmm. uh, of the five that I wrote. And uh, I got back from L.A. on Tuesday. And today I received an email around 1 p.m. Uh, Today's is uh, the third. Uh, I received an email around 1 p.m. that my contract was terminated. Damn. So
0: at will employers, apparently.
1: Yeah. So uh when people think, you know, esports, they think that we have like this big money, you know, everyone always assumes that these companies fly me out to events, right? Or <laughs> that, you know, they give me this huge budget because that's and this comes up a lot because I'll like talk to interpreters and they're like, Oh yeah, so my rent's like three hundred dollars and I know you can afford it because you like work in esports. And I'm like, yeah, three hundred dollars is what I'm making from this event, so no. Yeah, um
0: that, I that's, like, the weird thing, right? And I feel like I've I've talked about this enough on this show, and I feel like it's been said by enough of the people who work in the industry that, like, ain't no money. Like, the people who are putting out work are not getting, like, reimbursed for this stuff. If anything, they're, they're like, just making even uh, on, like, even, like, a regular event. Or if they have, even if they have something in front of their name, like, uh, like it came up during the the nominations for uh R Street Fighter Born Free
1: so so just exactly. so you guys know I don't know if you've heard from Born Free Born Free doesn't get paid by UIU on a regular basis. They might have contracted him for for appearing at events with them in the past, but by no means was is he like a UYU employee.
0: Right. Right. He's not getting he's not getting the 401k. Listen, I understand that you are an esports unicorn, but you show me mm-hmm. someone in esports with a with a 401k, that's a real unicorn right there. That's the Yo, that's fact. some of the real. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean so like I just someone I, I, in esports with, they're with they're a right. retirement plan, that's where where are those people?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the type of stuff that I like wanted to come on today to right. talk about because like I the, there's like these two modes that the FGC seems to have about esports. Mm-hmm. One that like we're we're all like like swimming in money and we've got the big bucks and shit, right? And the other thing is that we're like savage vultures. And one of those is true and the other one isn't. And I'll let you know, it's not the swimming in the big bucks. <laughs> like yeah, you know, a company like Cloud9 has has a ton of money and you know Forbes wrote about them being like one of the most profitable esports orgs on like the planet but like the trickle down to people like me to born free um estevez high fight um Mm -hmm. i think the only person who's like really fucking killing it is corey gaming like i think his Patreon's like almost like a thousand dollars a month or something like Mm -hmm. he's the only one who's killing it (laughs) right you guys love our content and like when I see a born free interview goes up and it hits like ten K views or something, that's maybe like a hundred bucks
0: Yeah, the the return on that and I mean he's been open about it too. And that's uh, and that's being gracious, right? Yeah. Right? That's oh. like
1: that's like it's probably not a hundred bucks. No. It's probably like fifty. I right? mean at so the like, end of the
0: day that that's pre-tax. That's pre-tax one hundred. If even if it is one hundred. And we don't like to talk yeah. about that.
1: So 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 the point of this rant that I'm getting to is that like there was this recent conversation that was like kind of started by Sajam about like where is all of the FGC content?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And and I love Sajam and I think that that spurred a lot of people to make some really cool content, right? There's uh Equinox has a show with Sajam uh like afternoon tea like tea whatever. Uh mm-hmm. you know Vicious and and uh, Alex Myers now have run it back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know they're are the pro players making people. more diverse.
0: Yeah, he was on the show last. Was it last week or the week before? Yeah. Week before.
1: Yeah. So you know it did spur a lot of people to like make cool content. But I like want you guys to understand something. There's no money in the FGC. So like when y'all keep talking about like why do the same people get interviewed or how come nobody covers X poverty game or whatever? It's because like, there's no money. It's i barely make money interviewing Daigo. Right. Here's- and we're not talking per click. We're just talking about like return on investment. Right. right. Like the, the people who pay for me to pay for my, who pay me for my content, they need to see something in return. Right. And like, I'll be honest with you. Like, when Scar won Combo Breaker, I was like, yo, Jinx, let me... I'm like, I'm I'm pretty cool with the endemic esports people. I'm pretty sure we could be, like, the first people to interview him after Combo Breaker. It's going to be hype. MK is, like, the biggest game right now. And they're like, yeah, we tried to do some MK content, and it just didn't pan out. It's like, didn't pan out. I know that there's that fuckboy. What's his name? He writes for, like, Kotaku and Polygon and shit.
0: Uh, Are you talking about Ian?
1: Yeah, let's talk about this motherfucker.
0: <laughs> all right. I, all right. I will come to Ian's defense occasionally, but I, I will accept calling him a fuckboy because he can be someone insufferable, but also he knows that.
1: Yeah, but this dude tried to subtweet me a while back when I said that y'all need to show up if you want better content and was like, no, you just need to write better content. My dude, you don't even know me pop off my nuts like just because just be no 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 no. I'm not gonna let you defend this one yeah that's
0: not true that that what that that is not true because like great content gets nothing on in return because like the the community itself is already so small and then you're looking at a subset of that already small community who would be further excited by like even like something to read something to read something That's like, that's so few numbers. If you have like good video content, maybe, maybe you'll catch a a wide net of of the FGC, but it's not a guarantee. And yeah, all of those people have their ad blocker on, so you actually. Yeah, and let me be real Ian
1: writes some good shit. This isn't about, (laughs) this isn't like if anybody wants to come into the comments of this episode and be like, but Ian writes really great stuff. Remember that piece he wrote about Eunice? Yeah, that article about Eunice was dope. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, Let's, let's put it this way. So uh, maybe some of you are active on social media and you may or may not have seen a post go around where two people are working in an office together, one of them male and one of them female, and they get to talking about their salaries and it becomes very clear that these two people with the exact same background, uh, one of them was getting paid a lot more than the other. And so the coworker brings, brings this to the attention of the employer. And with that, uh, with that known knowledge, Right, They were able to push for the other co-worker to get good money. What is the point of this story? The point of this story is not to take the opportunity to piss on somebody else's cornflakes to make yourself look good in the community. Right.
0: That's true.
1: What, what, what 100% should have happened during that situation is Ian Taylor should have said, Yo, this is fucked, and yeah, I'm getting a lot of bread right now, but like we need to figure out a way for everybody else to get bread. Right? Like, he needed to take the Justin Wong approach. Justin Wong isn't like getting all of these fucking sponsorships, right? And saying, like, yo, let me sit on my money carpet, right? Dude's right. got a wife and a kid. He could easily do that. Instead, he's like, yo, let me help other people. Yeah. In the same vein, instead of Ian Taylor trying to subtweet a bunch of motherfuckers, Ian Walker, like he's some cool way. motherfucker himself, maybe he should be trying to help everybody else get the same bread he's getting.
0: <laughs> the fires come. Ian Walker, by the way. Yeah. yeah, not Ian Taylor, but all right, Ian Walker. <laughs> that's I just wanted to get it right. Now, if we're gonna send hate, if we're gonna send hate in the in the direction, we gotta send it in the right direction. Uh, yeah, let's just make sure we're accurate with our with our fire here. Uh, and right. like, no, I no, I'm I'm in agreement with with you there. In that it, you look at someone like Justin, right? And he's like, granted, Justin is this is like upper echelon of people who have any kind of pull. Or influence within the FGs. Fine, let's go
1: with Problem X.
0: Okay, there you go. Let's go right? with
1: Problem, Problem X. X. Like Mouse Sports is a big org, but they're not a they're not. I'm I I would be very surprised if, if Mouse Sports is paying him Echo Fox money, right? Right. And yet, how long has he been sponsoring people like Foxy Grandpa and Jester Power?
0: True. That's right. So let's
1: not go upper echelon. Like he's upper echelon now, but he's always had Jester Power and and Foxy Grandpa's back mm-hmm. since before he was EVO champion. Problem X. All right, so let's let's go with Problem X then, right? Like it's a thing that happens in the FTC. You see a lot of pro players once they get some money, they try to spread it around, right? Knuckle Do after he won uh, Capcom Cup was like, I'm gonna start sending players to events, right? Oh yeah. Oh,
0: and like, like he, so what I'm saying is that as content Mena, creators, Mena maybe
1: we should do the same thing. Maybe we should stand together, right? And be. not subtweet people.
0: And not well, because there's in a, a non-productive a, fashion. Because there's a dying corpse of money, which is esports, and we can't. It, there's there's no one can afford to be vultures, right? You have to like look at that. Look at what's left. You have to look at the the two fish and one loaf of bread. And say, how can we share this between a whole bunch of people instead of, and like by some miracle work, turn that into something uh, instead of just taking the whole fish for yourself. But to that end, I'll also say Mena RD invested a lot into, I mean, the whole Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's just so many reoccurring instances of people who have... Like, I don't even necessarily want to say made it, but people who have influence uh, have used that and leveraged that uh, to benefit, like, the net hole. I would even go yeah. as far to say, uh, like, events that are run, like, premiere events. Let's even look at, like, budgets for premier events. I actually think that this is something that Rick, uh, the Hado on Twitter, uh, has been very open about. And, in and terms Logan of-
1: brought this up on his episode of The Neutral.
0: Mm -hmm. well you bring it up in like when he runs uh when he runs combo breaker he was very open about well we're trying to do as much as we can and grow this event as much as we can but like if we make a little bit of money at the end of the day then that's just like he's like breaking even with all this stuff it's not like they're making zillions of dollars for running an event so like that's Even though the production looks incredible and everything that comes out of it looks top tier and like, look, it is valuable. And we see the value in it, right? Even when there is value to it, there's not like a huge kickback on the back end, right? Yeah. It's not there.
1: I just think that it's very interesting that you say that. So um, I don't, I've, I've, I've been finding out since I've been doing the neutral that a lot of these people play Magic the Gathering. And there's probably a bunch of you listening to the show right now that have at some point probably played competitive Magic the Gathering. Uh, mainly because people who like to play 1v1 one, one one games play a lot of different 1v1 games. You know, That's why a lot of FTC Usually. people play You know, games like Fortnite or they play games like... Um, for honor, right? Because they like they like the challenge of of my skill versus someone else's skill, right. not my skill and the rest of my team's skill versus somebody else's skill. Um, there's a TO, uh, there, there's a formerly very large TO in the Northeast named Tom Shea, and uh, he used to run a lot of the Grand Prixs on the East Coast. Uh, think majors, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, think think something like your combo breaker and a Pro Tour event would be a Super Premier like Evo, right? So he used to run a lot of Grand P- grand Prix and 5K events, right? And, and 10Ks, meaning the prize pool was 10K split among the, the top 16. Um, he would say to people, if they ever wanted to run their own tournament, that the best way to make money in Magic is to never run an event. <laughs> I mean, that's, this is one of the
0: accurate, premier honestly.
1: TOs on the Northeast in Magic the Gathering, which is not a small game, right. you know, for TJ's collectibles, telling people that if you wanna make money as a TO, you don't run events. You just have a really good store. <laughs> Similarly, you can probably extrapolate that and probably apply it to things like CEO, like Combo Breaker, right? Like Final Round, right? Yeah true that there is not a ton of money to be made in running these amazing events that you guys love
0: and there's probably not a whole lot of money in in the streaming of it either actually maybe, I mean look at Team Spooky maybe there is <laughs> people lost their shit because he made his chat sub only right but he had he financially had to and he was open about that and but
1: he, but that's i guess i guess what's going to happen today folks if you hear anything from me it's that like Y'all we we talk about how we're so much better than the rest of esports because we're grassroots, right? Because mm-hmm. we we try to grow at our own pace because we try to look after each other. And um y'all are like kind of killing it for for your players. And I guess to an extent that you know, I haven't heard like nobody none of the TOs are saying how they're like living in cardboard boxes yet. But um you're not killing it for the people who like make sure that the rest of the the world knows that the fgc is a thing that needs to be invested
0: in i guess that's because now i'm thinking about this because i've been thinking Mm -hmm. about this a lot lately is with the platforms that we currently use and where online traffic is filtered to like who is going to then be in control of all of the messaging that comes out of these events when they happen? Uh, is Will it be under anyone's control? Because, like, you see you see articles from Capcom proper. They're actually running articles now, uh, which
1: is good. Which, you know, Virginia's doing a great job Right, of, it, And Michael good. did that really great Broly Legs interview today, or piece, I guess, feature
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess that was just a player feature. I suppose. Well, yeah. I guess what do you call that? Because, like, well, no, because he's gonna be in season two. Because, but anyway. uh, So anyway, like they're running stuff, but it's that's not like that's not journalism. That's I mean, it kind of is journalism, but it's it's like the Washington Post reporting that the Washington Post is doing great, right? Like it's kind of um, self uh, self self-proclaimed like future like they can say whatever they want basically whereas like there's no one else doing or at least there there might not be money later on for people who are willing to to, like hold feet to flames right i think Mm -hmm. about like i think about twitch a lot i mean shit we have mr disrespect back on on twitch now right and there are people in the FGC who have been booted off Twitch for uh, question mark reasons for for months now that have gotten zero response. Uh, and it's just because I mean I fucking get it. Like we don't we don't pull numbers in. We don't we don't get enough views to to make these other huge websites money. I mean shit. Even our Street Fighter. It's it's not a huge subreddit in comparison to other gaming subreddits it's, it's just not it's it is definitely small enough where we can uh, basically a very small number of people could control whatever is viewed on the sub. like if something gets 10 upvotes that thing is like that that will likely get more, just the way that reddit works that it will become visible on your front page if you subscribe to our street fighter but if it gets like one downvote, then it's like you never see it but like I don't know I could get into that for of like the science of how subreddits work and, and why it's actually okay. If it, you post something to r street fighter and it gets like a little bit of attention. Cause then it's like globally, it gets a lot more attention than, than it otherwise would. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm so, I, like, I, 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 I thought I warned you enough that there was going to be a lot of fire today. Um,
0: that's yeah hey I mean you you did say that and you got me thinking and you know it's it's one of those things where I just I I I don't ever know if I guess that's like the defeatist part of me right and it is something that I've seen like a not not just like the way that I feel but like you have expressed it on this show earlier like Mark Born Free has expressed it of like it might be done like you can only live for so long on on pennies to to the dollars that are are elsewhere, because uh, you could you could make money elsewhere reporting on like esports proper or like follow wherever that is, but within the FGC, it's just not there.
1: Oh, I have zero contracts for Evo right now. I'm still going to do coverage. I'm still paying a bunch of people yeah. out of my pocket to uh to do coverage with me.
0: A part of that makes me feel like, (laughs) because I I think about this too, is that, and this kind of goes back to what Ian said of what if you do make that content, right? Then it's like, you you make some like good, high quality, you put a lot of effort into it, quality content. Uh, It looks good. It looks clean. It looks neat. Uh, You've got like all the right messaging to go along with it when people see that globally they think ah that's a professional outlet it must be getting professional it must have some kind of professional backing to it we're like no
1: i just make sure that my shit looks good all the time
0: right that like that's super not the case and you actually have to really fucking hustle to to get to that point to then be competitive with anyone else who's making bullshit content like you listener to this podcast i put fucking zero work into this shit look at me i'm just talking into a microphone i don't even have i don't have Things. we don't have
1: show notes today
0: <laughs> i don't have show notes today I, I i was like i was on the edge of maybe not recording today because i was like man it's the holiday i might just like drink all day and and see you guys oh, it a great idea Friday. which you know i tried to get into some of that later this afternoon i wish i was saying i wish i had sat down to this mic with a little more beers than than i did uh but unfortunately this is where we're at and I get a fiery Amanda Stevens on the show, so <laughs> there is that. But
1: I mean, I guess I, I, I guess the one thing that I really want to say, um, and this is actually a good thing about the community, is that you know, at least you guys look out for people, right? Like, at the end of the day, I mean, I know some behind the scenes stuff about the player sponsorship program of R slash Street Fighter that I won't disclose at the moment. But at least you guys support these players, right? You buy their merch, and that helps them go, and that's really cool. And then I see you guys on Twitter; you guys get so hyped when when like an EXO Academy person does well, or an mm-hmm. E-Fight Pass person does well, or an slash Street Fighter sponsored player does well. You know, even if they flop in pools. You know, uh, I remember people were losing their shit when like Mar when like Marine uh, did uh, did like really well at Canada Cup in one of her matches. Like, I don't think she won the match. I think she just, like, won a round. But y'all yeah, were popping off for her like she had won the damn tournament.
0: You right. know,
1: people lost their shit for P-Chan at final round, right? Mm-hmm. When, she, when she took a whole man's life <laughs> and made his made him rethink all of his life choices in one round.
0: those moments are it gives people something to cheer for it's a story it's a human story human stories i feel like are still extremely uh compelling in the fgc it's one of the places where they're the most compelling i would say
1: yeah and what i want you guys to do is to remember those moments and make sure that you keep supporting these people you know just because someone ends up a sponsored player doesn't mean that shit's all gravy right they still need your support sub to their stream donate 100 bits it's a dollar right if you don't got if you want to give me a dollar like you don't want to give my patreon a dollar whatever fuck it you don't want to get born free a dollar i mean probably should he's like a thousand times better than me but Damn. like 100 bits you can buy bits wholesale you can buy bits wholesale for like pennies on the dollar through Twitch sometimes just buy an f ton of bits and just give them to somebody
0: i mean if like, you subscribe to to amazon prime you get a you get a subscription you get a free you have a free
1: sub free twitch server. give it to somebody in the FTC. don't give it to like ninja ninja yeah. has enough subs
0: you don't need it give it a like,
1: vicious give it to yeah. sage um, actually Sage has got a couple of subs give it a vicious
0: <laughs> give it to Vi- you give give it you can use Al- a few more give it to alex myers give it to alex myers they're running, they're running good shit over there.
1: Uh- I'm just saying, like, support people more. Like, I know I know, bread is hard to come by. But, like, trust me, the more bread you spread around, the more bread that will come back to you. That's how it works. Because if I, give, if I give Mr. Joe Monday bread today, right, Mr. Joe Monday is going to remember that bread for a very long time. And then there's going to be a time where I'm going to need some bread, and Joe Monday is going to have, like, that, that crusty corner piece left. And like he's going to give that to me because he's going to remember the time that I gave him bread. People remember when you help out.
0: The FGC is like a a very long telltale game. You (laughs) give bread now and the little thing in the corner pops up that says, Joe Monday will remember this. Basically. Uh, That goes on your save and you cannot save scum in the FGC. People do try and save scum. I've seen some deleted tweets. I've seen it. They try and save scum. Mm Mm-mm. No, we remember that shit. We 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 remember when you're there for us. We also remember when you're not. That's also part of it. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm gonna try to be less salty. Let's be some positive. So we're gonna get a season two of the Street Fighter League. Yeah, man, dude. It got it got renewed. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Now everybody wants to be a part of it. Here, here's the thing.
0: That, all right. So I have to. Here's I, the thing. I said I was
1: going to be nicer than I immediately threw Sage.
0: No, because I think that's that is completely valid. That is 100% valid <laughs> because now people see, oh, I saw that big, big ass golf check. They had a big fucking golf check at the end. Oh, I want that golf. I, I think, could win $10,000 personally. I was flown to events. I was I was featured on a thing where I was guaranteed to like talking to a camera and and
1: and almost everybody got
0: profiled. Yeah, uh,
1: on the Capcom site. I, I think almost that, everybody did. Yeah. A fairly good
0: chunk. I'm trying to think if anyone was. Uh,
1: Snuff did. There. Classico did. Rob TV did. Broly.
0: Psycho got one.
1: I think Psycho got one. I Toy think um, one. I think very I think not all of the captains did, and I think Shine and JB didn't. But that's because they're Shine and JB.
0: No shine, hmm. no shine. I don't not. think
1: he got an article. Oh, he might They not. were on my show, but I don't think they got an article.
0: It might be something where, like, they—I feel like they plan—they planned to do all that stuff, but maybe sometimes Capcom don't get around to doing all the stuff that they need to do for these things. Uh, I mean,
1: I just <laughs> think it was appreciative that some of the the, the lesser-known names. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Definitely I definitely got I,
1: the spotlight first, right? You know, the first it. feature wasn't Punk; it was, I think, Classico.
0: Uh, it might have been Psycho. Okay. I. But yeah, so, we, is, have, th- so yeah, we have the season is, two. Right. The th- yeah. The thing is, it was it wasn't Punk, right? Or it wasn't Knuckle Dude, When it could have very easily been. Uh, but season two is coming around. You're right. However, here's so, the, I'm excited oh. for it. Right. I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. And I think it's great that they're continuing to do it and that they're continuing to to put money into this thing. That's great. That's fun. What I will continually be like, come on, you motherfuckers, is marketing and messaging for this thing. Are you fucking kidding me? It was the one announcement at CEO with a video being like, it's coming. And then one tweet the following day that was like, it's All right, all right. It starts Give today. hour
1: break. She got like stuck <laughs> at an airport.
0: No, I like I get it. The like I no, I get it and I don't get it because what the thing linked to was then a a link to the old Smash GG where it was like, "Okay, no, this actually this isn't happening today." Unless I love Carol. Like I'm like she's she's the best. This is why I'm I'm like I'm selling this with a smile and not with hatred because like it was like a fucking day. It was like 24 hours, right? Like not that huge a deal, but like also but 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 also she should not be the only one in charge of that marketing. I don't think I don't think. So am I wrong yeah, in thinking that's that? Fair.
1: I mean there's probably more people involved so I don't want to like I was just saying like like let's 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 be a little bit report uh I mean, I'll say this: the the pre the pre stuff, right for for season two has has not been stellar. However, the fact that they were able to get all the gift packages into into tenor and stuff, so that you can meme along with the broadcast. The fact that you know there are all these really great highlight videos. Oh yeah. Uh, they they did the they uh, had the the post game show with with James Chen and ultra david right uh you know the i always knew when the stream was happening i i think the production was very engaging like the product itself was pretty good now whether or not you like bands right that's a whole that's a whole nother thing that but true. i'll be honest bands gave us the best meme of that entire event which was free laura <laughs> And then when we freed Laura, we found out that Laura wasn't the problem.
0: Right. Yeah, no, man. Like. Right? Was... And
1: we wouldn't have gotten that without Bans. That's And I true. think that, you know, it's it's very interesting because a lot of the players have different perspectives on it. Like, I spoke to JB and I spoke to Shine, and they both had different perspectives. And Shine's opinion was that, like, yeah, it sucks that, like, I never get to play my character, but, like, that's kind of interesting to watch. Like, it might not be the highest level of gameplay, right? It's not going to be your Evo Sunday topic, right? Right. But it's still interesting to find out that, like, somebody actually plays, like, a pretty solid jury, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm... It was pretty
1: interesting to see, you know, people pull out, like, Nakali and stuff. So, like, on that side, that was really cool. And then, on the other hand, you know, you got to see... People open up players that you didn't think they could that they could be opened up. Like people thought, like, oh, would it matter what you banned for Justin? Right, that he would just be fine on whatever he picked. Right. And then every time Justin played some nonsense character, <laughs> he, he looked pretty free.
0: I mean, like, he and got that was entertaining up by, to watch. Like, I don't care. TV and, and like just episode one. So let's listen. Yeah. Like-
1: his- I mean, I don't know why Justin picked Falk. I think that was a huge disrespect to Rob TV.
0: Maybe it might have been, but uh, no, because he had been practicing Falk at that point. But I think maybe he realized that maybe he doesn't have a Falk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think we saw it again. <laughs> I don't
0: think I don't think we've seen it or in any tournament after that. I think I think he uh, maybe Karen. Maybe he's gonna switch back to Karen. I think that might be the case.
1: So then, here's my question for you: Now that we know that there's a season two, right? You're, you're, you're Capcom, and you have to pick a CPT pro. So, somebody who, let's say, is like top 50 on the ladder.
0: Okay, um, yeah, this is actually something I've been thinking about today. I thought cool. about this in passing, but didn't like do the math on who it would be. Let me pull up. So, oh, pick your CPT
1: captain, anything. and then you got to pick your two players.
0: All right. What's the CPT ranking right now?
1: Oh man, I haven't pulled up. I was prepared for this. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise, I'm gonna surprise Joe Monday with quality content. Oh, While let, drinking all day. Let me down.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm the one who's like not, not in it. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's go U.S. Well, North America. No, okay, so.
1: So I know who oh. my captain is, but you might take him for me.
0: Shit, 801 one Strider will be there. Uh huh. JB is number two.
1: I, oh, right. So, so who, who are you picking as your captain, JB or 801 Strider?
0: Actually, I'm looking down this list. Uh, nah, I'm taking Strider, of course. Uh, <laughs> I think that's... All right, so
1: Strider's your captain. He's, then he's, he's fucking phenomenal. With?
0: Uh, but down this list, I do want to bring up all, all top six. I'm just going to name top six so people know Is 801 Strider, JB, Knuckle Dew, Punk, Terrence, Soraku, by the way, number five. I want to see that man up there. Uh, and then six is Shine.
1: But Shine's already on a team.
0: Oh, right. So then we because, drop down to dual. Because
1: he came in, because he came in, uh, because didn't he come in second?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh. So yeah, Sh- he so
1: Shine, Sam, what is it? Shine.
0: And now it's dual Kevin. Yeah. Then it drops down to dual Kevin. That's really funny. Uh. Which Dual Kevin, by the way, top eight at CEO. That's my boy, Dual Kevin. Woo! Hell yeah.
1: Marvel, let's go. When's Marvel? Marvel. Maybe. Capcom, when's Marvel?
0: Uh maybe never. Uh... <laughs> don't say that. <laughs>
1: Look, I come here and I and I support your nonsense, fair, fighting game community. You give me my cheap shit
0: here's the thing that we might see and this is kind of an aside maybe not a marvel but maybe like a capcom versus game and it might not be capcom versus snk but it might be like a capcom versus game what if it was just like capcom versus capcom just like
1: well it's just like capcom
0: versus marvel or no no just like previous capcom <laughs> characters you know like Sure. They've got, they've got a roster. So what you're saying is, like,
1: Street Fighter versus, like, yeah. Mega Man.
0: Yeah. Some, but, like, you know, just Capcom in general. So you're just, like, sure. fighting Capcom. Anyway, that's kind of an aside. Uh, so Strider you pick
1: Strider as be- your captain.
0: Oh, absolutely. Then... Because
1: mm-hmm. I got the dopest team in the world.
0: It depends on who's... Because people got to win some online tournaments. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that... Chakotay's coming back after winning an online tournament. I think he can do mm-hmm. it. So maybe I get Chakotay in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, oh, but then oh, man. He, you're not he, ready you know for know my what? team. S- the smug. Okay. Who are you gonna ban on smug? Who you gonna ban? Alright. Actually, mm, actually, now that I think about it, if 801 is the captain then you can just ban G and then Smug is forced yeah, to play Yeah, you can't vomit. take Smug. And then Smug, mm, you can't take Smug. Mm. Ah, now I'm all fucked up. Now I got to look at this roster again. God damn it.
1: <laughs> Yo, you ready for my team since yeah. you can't figure it out?
0: Hit me. All
1: right. So my captain uh, is going to be, if we're just going off of people, uh, we're going to take us some, some dual Kevin as our captain. Mm-hmm. Right? Surrounded by Mr. Commander Jesse. Okay. And and because you left him a free agent, Smug.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright. yeah, because I can't pick him. He's off my team. I can't you can't have 801 and Smug on the same team. I'm sorry.
1: And the reason I picked this team is that you're never gonna ban Dawson. No, right? You there's do just it. there's just there's just no reason to. And while you may be and so it becomes a save Laura situation where you only think that dual Kevin can play Rashid, so you just keep banning Rashid. And then you've got Commander Jesse as smug in the in the sidelines being like, Yo, what's up?
0: Alright. My number three then. And then
1: if you don't ban Rashid, you're gonna ban like Balrog. Yeah. Right? And then you've got G and Dulcim and still. I thought about this really hard today.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's a good team. Here's my here's here's my lineup now. Hmm. Strider, Samurai, Mike too strong.
1: Oh, you're just taking the 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 R slash Street Fighter Heroes team.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm taking it. Cause look, cause you're gonna ban Mike. You're gonna ban Samurai. You're gonna ban the Akuma. You're gonna ban G. You can pick that because that's the thing. They're all fucking killers with their perspective characters. So it actually doesn't matter if you ban them because at least two will be at full power. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, if you ban G, then Strider is at like 75% power because he'll still have Laura.
1: Yep. Although I don't know. I mean, Street Fighter League has shown that they, they know how to play against Laura.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: they were—they're all really scared of the Laura until they got until they realized. Wait, why are we banning Laura?
0: Yeah, that—that that, that may be. I mean, he did some work, but also Laura—Laura Laura was not the problem, uh, as it turns out. Akuma is a very strong character in this fighting game, and it pays to about? have
1: Akuma. Akuma's trash. <laughs> Only Tokido wins with it.
0: <laughs> Only Tokido. uh Which this is kind of an aside, but it was something that I saw online that just made me laugh. Is that everyone likes to joke about how fudo gets second place he's like the the world's bridesmaid right he can't get first he's only second and then it was pointed out that in fact Tokito has the most second place finishes with 10 second place so in fact at being second place fudo is in fact second place <laughs> which Poor is just fudo. it warms my heart it i love that man i love seeing that man he's the best
1: um, All right, I have a real, I have a real question for you. I'm taking over your show. Okay, no, that's Ooh, fine. Who do you Go think ahead. is the most improved person of the 2019 season compared to the 2018 season performance? Ooh. And I feel like there's only one. There's only like three real answers, but I'll let you. I'll let you pick.
0: I mean, I think. I mean, I think. I don't know. I don't dual Kevin. I think is. Did he compete
1: last
0: year? He's an answer. No, he did. He did. I mean oh. cuz like I he he <laughs> he competed last year, but also like he didn't travel much and like he uh like he was in the the R Street Fighter weeklies too. Mm-hmm. So it's like he he was out there. Uh he's been putting in work, but like now he's like I mean clearly he's a he's a worldwide threat and people know. People know that name. Mm-hmm. Uh that could be an answer. <sighs>
1: I mean statistically we we've we've named all we've named all of them.
0: I know. Cause like the thing is I don't I don't know if I don't think Samurai is the answer because Samurai has always been strong. Uh I don't think that like up to snuff is the answer because he's always been strong. I don't think that I would
1: like to point out that like on the Capcom ranking board uh Classico. It, ooh, he's not in the he's he's not he's not qualified yet. Okay. So, the the ones that I was going to start talking about was Mr. JB.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably... That's a good answer. And
1: 801 Strider at twelve.
0: See, I don't think that's true. I just think that Strider was just, like, not putting in as much last year. But the JB, (laughs) I
1: think, is a very honest... Yes. Like, at 445 points, he's not set, right? Like, he, he could very easily fall out. Right. But... I think there's something to be said about what they put. I think one of the reasons why everybody wants to go to Street Fighter League is because they see what's been. They see that there's something in that cereal.
0: Oh yeah, there's something something
1: that they serve. They serve at that breakfast that gets you CPT points.
0: There's magic in the air for sure. Well, because Um, also like the things that we don't see it at Street Fighter League, and the things that all these players will talk about is that the the week of which they film all that stuff. Uh, because ooh, movie! I'm breaking movie magic, folks. Uh, they're, they're Oh not, yeah, it was
1: filmed in one week. If you guys didn't realize, <laughs> if, it,
0: if it wasn't obvious at the time, uh, ooh, breaking breaking cave, caveab, Um is that the stories that you'll hear everyone say is we just had a really fun time playing Street Fighter with each other and and like learning throughout the week and just enjoying each other's company and just like hanging out playing fighting games and you're playing with like literally the some like a handful of the best players in America uh, well the US let's say not all of the Americas there's other parts of America that are also super strong Uh, but they're all in one place and they're all learning from each other and they're all improving so like seeing though any of those people go from Street Fighter League to do well early on in the CPT is like well fucking right that that, that tracks Like they, they went into the hyperbolic time chamber And they, they came out changed In some way
1: mm-hmm. Seven people From Street Fighter League are in the top 50 On the Capcom leaderboard Only two of them are captains
0: I, I mean that's that's worth thinking about You also right? have to think Only about, like,
1: Punk and Knuckle yeah. do are captains The other five are Shine, JB Oh I forgot Idom's a captain So three of them are hmm. captains My bad uh shine jb idom uh punk knuckle do uh i believe dual kevin is now in the top 50. Mm-hmm. yeah Dual kevin's in the top 50 for 210 points and i think there was one other person nope yeah so seven people which oh brian f brian f, brian f. at 38th right right so that's impressive like these were not guys a lot of these guys were were not were not close and like i said you know when you get pe- for like for like shine and below 190 points like you're not you're not guaranteed shit yeah right
0: and no, like i said the,
1: some a large portion of these people are not in the cut right now but the fact that they're in the conversation when like last season i think Brian F only had 140 points the whole season hmm. right right 102. So Brian F has increased his point game by 38 points.
0: And we're early. We're
1: early. They could, they could, they could put a tear mm-hmm. on
0: on a, Evo. Right. There's a lot of ranking events out there. There's a lot. We've got of... more
1: super. Pre- we've got more super premieres now. Yep. But they, just they... like think of it this way: you have players who went to this, who went to this like week-long, effectively like summer camp type thing, who then like leveled up, mm-hmm. like. Insanely!
0: Oh yeah, no, it's, it's like a, oh
1: man, yeah. if you put the best people in the same place like Shine has as many points, has more points now than he had his entire season. Yeah, last season.
0: Very true. I actually would like to see a a young a young boy Chris CCH out there. I would love to see him involved in some way.
1: I oh, think- I'm pretty sure that either by the qualifying tournaments, so because i don't know exactly how they're doing everything this time around i don't know if the because like i saw that nephew right has to now re-qualify right right so last last season the captains were chosen because they were the top eight was it top six um yeah they were on the, the top six
0: leaderboard within the within the for US. north america yeah
1: yeah so obviously we're only keeping the top four
0: Teams, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But well, so then that means that we
1: need four new captains, which I have no idea how they're picking those.
0: No, no, no. I think they've said by CPT ranking, so it's whoever is already a captain from the CPT. So like Punk, obviously, not you take. I mean, he's already a captain, so he's are he's within top six. So oh, so it's the same. I would assume. I would assume. Interesting. Uh. Because they did say that it was it would be based on CPT ranking. Now, oh,
1: so that if Punk and Do are already still captains because they were,
0: yeah, then you just take the other. Then it would be Strider. Yeah,
1: it'd be like Strider. I think JB's team may, is still a team, and I think Shines is still a team, and, G, and, and Dual Kevin's on a team. Then it would be like Strider, Terrence, Tommy, Ludwig,
0: maybe, uh, maybe. and then
1: Chrissy C. Chris CCH, then, if, if, uh, okay. if the people...
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know.
1: Because you skip Samurai, right? So if they have to fill, like... It yeah, depends on right. how many slots they need to fill, but if they have to fill only, like, two, then it's Strider and Terrence.
0: Yeah. I Yeah. Hmm. We'll Ooh. see. We'll see how however they choose to cut it. Because also, you have to consider that there's the on, the online tournaments that they're running, which starts... Uh, let me look at the watch. Uh, but I think that's... This weekend! that... By the way.
1: (laughs) But what I'm thinking is that I think it's I think it's gonna be like the last number of ones. So it's gonna be you have your captains and they're chosen from the CPT. Then there was players that were chosen by winning the tournaments, and then there's players that are chosen by being voted in. Because I believe like Broly Legs, Shine,
0: and Brian Brian
1: F F were like all I forget who the other ones were, but like I know Shine Broly Legs and Brian F were voted in.
0: Yes, correct.
1: So I think it's a combination of the two. I think you start campaigning now because that way by the time the tournaments are over, if you didn't win, you've been campaigning, right? You're not like, oh fuck, I now only have like two weeks to campaign. Yeah,
0: you can be taken off the list, but like it doesn't hurt to start campaigning now. If yeah. you want on, uh, which is now open, and those links are now available, I
1: we can put them in the doobly doo
0: Yeah, they'll be you know wherever you go to click on things in relation to however you're listening to this. So, are you happy
1: fun. with this? Are you happy with Street Fighter League, or do you do you want the format to change? Are you one of those?
0: Honestly, are you one of those
1: people that thinks the bands have to go? I don't do not like see, the relay race. I would what just like
0: it. No, I like the relay race. I think that's probably the order is probably the most interesting part about it. I like that that they because it, it allows everyone to get a little bit of time on screen at, at some point and show off what they have. Uh, what I think they probably ought to do is like add another rule to the band that makes it more interesting. Be it like you can't ban the same character more than once. Like, cause everybody plays two times. So maybe the next time you play them, you can't ban the same character even
1: like I'm that, only worried about that because I think that that makes it a little too show matchy.
0: But you, you, you still get your ideal band. Well, here's the thing. Do you do your ideal band first or do you do it in the second time? It adds. Fair. Up, I just adds think, I,
1: I mean, I think that, I think that for the first year, I think you keep <laughs> the bands as is. I think that if you look at the way JB said on my show where he was like, to, to be honest, if you're a character loyalist, so you know, like JB and Rashid, right? You, if if you if you don't get to play Rashid, you're just gonna be like, you're still gonna be a pro player. But if you have to play against anybody who isn't banned out, then you're you're screwed, right? Like if JB has to play his, I don't know, fucking Birdie, right? Versus Shine's Jury, then I think it's like a fair matchup, right? It's two pro players. They're not playing their main character but they have equal skill as players. So Mm -hmm. it's like an interesting match. But if Shine has to play his uh, jury right into Justin's Manat, I don't think that's a fair matchup.
0: Right. And so
1: what JB was saying is that you're just going to have those matchups happen. And if you're watching it for the entertainment factor, then that's fine. But you can't watch it for entertainment and also expect it to be competitive at the same time.
0: And also that loses their team overall points because it does go by like number of total losses, like by round. It's a, it's a yeah. whole culminating thing. It's not just did your team win? It's that which is why the order matters. And it's a yep. it's a it's a whole thing. So in, in that sense, I think the band system is if like if it. In my opinion, it's fucking whatever. Uh, but like the other the part about the band system that I hate, here's what I actually hate about it. Is that the event itself is not well marketed to people outside of the FGC that would make it interesting for them? Like, because the band system is something that is interesting to watch, even if, like, you don't. It is probably the most interesting if you are not, like, well ingrained in the FGC, because people like me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to see, like, these people at the top of their game. I want to see top top level play, let's say, I'm at my, I want the most competitive edge that you can have. Let's say I'm, I'm looking at it for that. I'm lost already. And that's a, that's a big chunk of the fighting game community. Cause we're all players who love competition, but
1: in fairness though, the views have been pretty, I mean, they haven't yeah, been she, esports been, good, but like 20 K like between seven and 20 K, depending on like what's happening. That's like average, like pool play. It's right? fine.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's fine. But the right. thing is like, what if we're hoping we're right? gonna go
1: back to the golden days of of Street Fighter Four where we were like everything was like a hundred k and I don't, I think like we need to accept that like we're not gonna get back there again.
0: No, I don't think we are. I honestly, yeah, that's
1: I think for something like Street Fighter League, I think it's very hard to get it to be appealing for non fGc people in its current format. Now, I think if it was a longer broadcast, right, which is hard to do because you're playing first to twos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if they moved it to like a two-day-a-week, which is, you know, upping the cost, then what you would get is you would get the ability to have these... Um, uh, something that could be more appealing to to non-FGC people because you could do more storytelling, Right like i think something that would be very cool is league of legends used to do this thing called eyes on me and it was like eyes on Hauntser, eyes on bjergsen and it was like a micro documentary about these pro players in the league and like i think that int- i think introducing that into your broadcast is a way that you get people to care because you're not going to care about the fgc because this guy's the sickest fucking manat on the planet right like this is realistically not going to happen yeah you you get people to care about justin wong because he's fucking justin wong you get people to care about jb because like he followed because he like left the east coast and you tell that story of like leaving the east coast and like acclimating to the west coast and looking for opportunities and stuff mm-hmm. you know you tell Broly's story which is super easy to fucking tell right? right right uh punk right you know his rise and fall and rise again right yeah he's a phoenix from the ashes like you have all these really interesting stories about ftc players that aren't tied to teams. Which is what you sometimes wow. have to rely on in other esports, and so you have this way of like getting people interested in the Street Fighter League by storytelling. And while I think Virginia is doing an amazing job of the features that she's doing for the for the Capcom site, I don't think that those are going to inherently be the thing that draws in non endemic people. And mm-hmm. I think that if we could come up with a better thing. Um, like maybe involving someone like myself or Born Free to do these sort of like video interviews to like maybe yeah. pull Make it more video. story.
0: I'm with you on you that. You
1: know, then I think you could pull people who aren't necessarily invested. Right, right. I also think that we should probably steal from C- CEO and have people do fucking WWE walkouts.
0: Yeah, let them do let them do their own intros. Let them have more screen time.
1: Um, I just want them uh, to have more screen time and more personality because I think that that's the thing you sell us on.
0: Here's the one Especially production when thing voted
1: in a third of the people.
0: Here's the production thing that here's my one note for the show. Even if you do no other editing in your show, other than this, is that because they did this in every episode. And it, it bothered the fuck out of me. Uh, and a lot of people like were like, why does this feel so awkward? Uh, and it's when immediately after the match, they cut to, and they mic up the room. They put it on the room mics so mm-hmm. that they can hear the teams whispering to each other of what their strategies are. All it would have taken to solve this problem, here's what it takes. If you're listening, Capcom, if you're listening, uh, get two boom mics. Have it over top of the player's so you get good audio from, from both teams. Also, and this is super important that you have to do this, before you cut to that audio, have one of the announcers say, all right, now let's go to the teams and see what their strategy is for the next set. Literally, just, just that, have that, have that. Actually, if you just take that clean voice sample of me saying that and just plug that in, just that's fine. I, I full. You have my full consent. This is my full audio consent of taking that voice clip and just imposing it on on that moment so people aren't just like wait a minute why is it silence right now why is nobody talking because then it's just them going okay i gotta yeah yeah, he's he he never
1: tagged in that situation so he never i think that's because i actually honestly think that's the headset mic
0: oh yeah because yeah i don't think yeah i agree they need to boom them get a boom boom mic it's all you need.
1: Yeah, I think that they could set up I, I I think in a way they wanted to have that feel that you're listening into what's being said. Yeah. But at the same time, like with like in esports, we have stuff, in League of Legends, we have something called mic check, right? Which is uh just like funny sound clips pulled from like the players talking to each other before the match starts. Yeah.
0: Have that. So I, I don't
1: know why we don't I, I feel like like I said, I think it's more about trying to emulate. I think if we I think there's ways and, you know, like I, I've been saying this a few times, there's uh, from, you know, different comments that people have made on my show. Logan said that, you know, I think there's things that we could learn from esports that we could do our own way. Yeah, um I agree with that. And I think, I think we've got, I think we know what we want to borrow from esports and you can see it in season one. I think season two and hopefully season three is about figuring out how we FGCFI these things.
0: Now, let me hit you with this one, because uh-huh. you said something that when I heard it, I agreed with it, but then I thought about the current markets that we're in. But what you said was, we're not going to get Street Fighter 4 numbers, which I agree with. That was a huge game at the time, but the the Twitch market has totally changed. There's so many other games out there that have drawn competitive viewership. People who just, like, come to Twitch. There are different deals being made on, like, who is being promoted on Twitch. Is Capcom even being promoted on? Is is Street Fighter V even, like, the thing that is showing up in people's feeds? That I don't know. It becomes a much more difficult question to answer is if we will ever hit, like, those numbers again. Which, again, I... I don't necessarily think it's there and call that defeatist but uh, maybe if we get more uh, like you said like more people supporting other good content maybe maybe that will draw in more viewers but I don't know I just think it was a different time and I don't know if it's ever gonna go back to that because look at the competition now League of Legends is huge you know yeah like, uh, there are other games, like, Overwatch League is huge. Dota is huge. It's enormous. And, like, all the other stuff is still there. Like, Counter-Strike is is still enormous. Uh, but, I don't know. Again, like, it, it, it's maybe those, and, like, not even just just that, but, like, like you said earlier, Ninja is huge. he Tons of viewers every day. Mr. Disrespect is huge. It, it doesn't matter. It, it, it the viewership is enormous uh, and it's only taking eyes off of that to watch something else and if it's some, it here's the thing where we might have already shot ourselves in the foot now you take that very like lackadaisical onlooker who doesn't give a fuck what they're watching because they're just whatever they're watching it's just the biggest thing at the time and then you tell them well there's this is really good Street Fighter 5 event going on they say doesn't that game suck dick isn't it terrible like in a bad way and it's like well mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I mean, like you. I've, I've said this on Twitter. I don't know if I said this on the show. The last time I was on, um, Street Fighter Four was three years ago.
0: Shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's also that. I mean that that this is a, that turns into a whole other conversation of like.
1: I, I don't want to have that conversation, but like you know, it's it, it. When you said shoot yourself in the foot, I think the F, I think the Street Fighter community definitely did that. I yeah. think that there are people in the Street Fighter community who like don't understand that like you don't have to like Street Fighter V, but the fact that you guys keep tweeting dead game, game is garbage, game is trash, this game is sucks, this game is not Street Fighter 4. like, I don't see that in the Tekken community. That's true. Right? I don't see a bunch of NRS players being like, man, MK11 is not MK10 or MK9. Right? Like, we're so fucking spoiled. Like, and so it makes people think that the game is trash because the people who like the... It's the same thing that happened to Marvel, all these yeah. people are like, oh, it looks bad. It's so bad. So everybody just assumed it was bad because the people who who it's supposed to be made for are, are saying it's bad. But the people who play Marvel love it.
0: Yeah. That's the thing about that game is that's kind of a fun game. It's kind of a but fun that's, game that, to play. I think
1: that that's the thing that maybe we as a as a community need to look at ourselves and say, yeah. like, what are we do? do like, because here's the thing. As much as y'all like to talk about how esports is bad, y'all sure do love making money playing video
0: games. Uh-huh. I would love to make a money playing video games. So what I'm saying
1: is that y'all have to realize that you need to do the things that need to be done for it to be like the money's not just going to grow off of a tree. Right. So like show my so that we don't we don't have like a three hour episode. My, my whole my whole the whole summary of everything that I have to say. Yeah. Show um, your whole ass, show
0: your whole ass. here. To, Let's see it to
1: to content creation to everything is show the love. Yeah. Right you don't have to click on every article you don't have to watch every video but let people know be very very vocal be as vocal about the shit you hate as you are be I mean be as vocal about the shit you love as the shit you hate
0: that's what that's what that's the that's what you wanted to say <laughs> I got yeah. you. I feel you on that what I, what I, I definitely you feel you on that wave be as totally. vocal yeah
1: yeah it's because the thing is is like we think of it like Yelp right when you when you look on Yelp You know, all these like hospitals all have like one star. (laughs) And you know (laughs) why? Because nobody goes to the hospital, has their life saved, and then goes home and goes on Yelp. Right. That's accurate. Right? You didn't get in like a 10 car pile up, go to the hospital, have your life saved, and go home and be like, Samaritan Hospital was the greatest hospital ever. They saved my life, even though I caused a 10 car pile up. No, no, nobody writes that
0: shit. Five stars.
1: <laughs> but when you go to the emergency room and it takes you like six hours to get a piece of glass taken out of your foot and, you know, it's the worst experience of your life, you are 100% are on Yelp like, fuck Samar- Samaritan Hospital, wait in the emergency room for six hours before anybody helped me. One star.
0: Here's another thing that I love that I think is comparable is like a, a probably very good and useful item on Amazon that has like, 20 or so one star reviews and those, all of those one star reviews are item didn't show up <laughs> where it's like, wait a minute. You're going to dunk on something that you haven't even like, you haven't even looked at. You haven't even touched. You haven't played the game. Like, is that all right, whatever. All right. Amazon reviews. This is hilarious. Uh, all right. no, I'm with you on that. And it's one of those things that again, if you, if you walk away from this podcast with anything, it's just to share and support the things that you do love. That's all. That's all we ask. Uh, and maybe planting that seed early enough will bloom into continued growth for the fighting game community in the future. I think we're on the. I think we're on the right path. I think a lot of people have wised up. But, but we'll see. We're we're in it, and we definitely need support. Uh, so at that, I'm mm-hmm. gonna call it. I say that sure. that is an episode, but before we go, uh, we've already had you on the show. So we want to ask you the, the typical question, but I will pitch it to you to say, if there's anything that you have going on, any fire you want to spit now is your chance, Amanda.
1: No, I mean, check out the neutral. Uh, I've been on hiatus since, uh, some personal matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming back. I think next week I have Jackie on, you know, great Canadian,
0: the Vancouver street
1: fighter Combinator commentator com- commentator um we're also gonna be doing some evo preview content i've lined up like people like mark man to talk about the history of Tekken at evo oh, so that'll be on the youtube channel
0: yeah,
1: um and then like i said i'll be at defend the north where i will be doing a bunch of like i'll basically just be doing a bunch of experimental stuff so it'll still be the dope interview content that you guys hopefully have come to expect from me but we will also be doing uh, a bunch of like, you know, experimental Twitter posts, trying Snapchat, trying Instagram, we're gonna be trying a bunch of different things so that I know what you guys like. Just like when I made that post in the Reddit, I need feedback, guys. I want to make content that you enjoy and want to watch. And the only way you can do that is if you guys talk to me.
0: Mm-hmm. So Very when
1: convenient. I do do defend the North stuff, tell me if it's doo doo or tell me if it's good so I know I can keep doing it.
0: Yep. And the same goes for this show as well. Uh, Listener, please, feedback is always great. Uh, I think next week, I think next week, uh, I can't guarantee what the show will be. I might have one or two other people on during the show, or it might be an only user questions, uh, which, by the way, if you do have questions, write into the show. uh, The email address is... RSF radio questions at gmail.com. So write in whatever you want. I'll answer any and all questions. Uh, if it's about production, if it's about Street Fighter, or like what my dog is like, I'd be very happy to talk about that. Uh, and I'm hoping to do, hopefully whenever I do that episode, will also be the live caller episode i'm nice. i want I wanted to do that today. I'm sorry if you guys were excited for that, but i I have to figure all this stuff out first and i I believe I have a system now that I think can work uh so maybe maybe look forward to that next week but again like like Amanda is doing, this is some experimental shit uh and it yep. will very likely break uh, but <laughs> anyway Amanda it was a pleasure talking to you again. Uh, it was thank always you a for, pleasure thank you for your time on the show and i wish you the best in the future but that is a show you can find her at amanda tn stevens on twitter.com uh or any of the the notes that will be in the in the well, in the neutral i was about to say uh in the show notes down below uh we'll link the patreon all that good shit that's the show, folks. Uh, you can find me at Super Joe Monday or at RedditSF SF on Twitter.com or Joe underscore Monday on Reddit. Or just, you know, make a rude statement on R Street Fighter and I'll catch it in the mod filter. So I see you there. Don't think I don't. Uh, that's the show, folks. Uh, we will see you next time on another edition of RSF Radio. But until then, take care.